going on, everybody? Dr. Greg Matos, licensed psychologist, live from Madeira Island in Portugal. We got Mariana with us tonight, who is an amazing human being. I'm excited to introduce you to her. Mariana, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I appreciate you. If you were to say a little bit about yourself so that uh, all the folks who download this podcast and everybody who's here with us live on TikTok at a Better Love Project right now can get to know you a little bit better. I feel like I have two lives in a way. You know, I do my day-to-day job and I'm an account manager, but on the side, I recently became certified as a spiritual life coach. And I worked on that for about six months after, you know, some hard hardships happen in my life and I wanted to find a way to heal and like grow and help people, you know, people that have been feeling a little bit lost, um, insecure, maybe in some relationships, maybe not even about relationships, but just lost in life. And so trying to reach out to younger people who are kind of feeling lost and trying to find themselves again. Yeah, that's amazing. We all need a path to follow. I think that's my view. It's been the case in my life, at least, that having organizing principles or like a track that my train can be on, at least, has always been helpful. So Mm -hmm. people like you make the world a better place, Mariana. Thank you for being here with us tonight. And you're in Texas, right? Yes, Austin. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is one of my favorite places. If you have not visited Austin, go visit. So beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And shout out to our sponsor uh, in Texas. We have one sponsor in Texas, Dr. Landry. Uh, Thank you so much for sponsoring us out of San Antonio, Texas. If there are any amazing people in Austin who would like to sponsor this show and help us spread good mental health advice to the world, feel free to jump in and sponsor us at any time. Don't hesitate. Anyway, Mariana, I've got this article in front of me right now. And the article, I looked it up, I like it. It says, it's the title of the article, it's by uh, Lexi Links. It says, 15 early signs your relationship has long-term potential. Now, this is an important question to me right now. I'm single, but it's also a very important question to many of my audience members who are questioning, like, what is it that I should look out for in a relationship when I'm, like, meeting people at the beginning? And we all know that there are shitty, toxic relationships, Mariana, don't we? (laughs) Yep, oh yeah. Oh yeah, unfortunately. And there's a lot of talk about red flags. Do you see that a lot on TikTok and elsewhere, red flags? What are your thoughts about that, just in general? So I think, I mean, it's good to talk about both, but I think the danger with maybe sometimes just being able to see one green flag, a person can have a green flag, but also then have plenty of red flags. And so when people just focus on that one green flag and they're already liking that person, they just forget about the rest of it focus on this big green flag and they think that's just going to be wonderful but you know just because a person does have a green flag doesn't mean there's not red flags to follow yeah absolutely careful absolutely can i i I would say about that is just like at the end of the day mariana my my view is this like is the person loving you adoring you like just you know treating you like gold which we hope we're treating each other that way because that's what love is about Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I agree. You can yeah. probably get lost by focusing on any one thing too much. Welcome to this live show. We got Mariana here, free-spirited Latina. Go tech her out after the show. Go follow her after the show for good advice. I know the thing that I that caught my eye, Mariana, and I told you this already because we already had a combo. But but you were you were saying basically like so bad if we just like love one person. <laughs> I don't know. 
I was impressed by monogamy as a thing. I think, I don't know, it might've been about monogamy. Now, I want you to ask yourself, if you're at, in this live event right now, hanging out with Mariana and I, who's co-hosting with me right now, I want you to think if you're in a relationship, do you see these green flags in the relationship in which you are in right now? If you're dating right now, do you see this in the people that you're dating? If you haven't gotten your first date, keep trying. And let me know if you see any of these green flags. Here's the first one. They make it clear how they feel about you. Mariana, any thoughts about that? I think that's a great one because when you're confused, right at the beginning stages, it's already a bad thing. You know, if you're already feeling stressed, you're feeling confused about where somebody stands, there's no yes. reason to keep going, right? No. Yes. I mean, if it's already like that at the beginning, you deserve better. There's yeah. no reason to fight your way for somebody's attention. I hear you talk about effort. You have to put an effort in any relationship, right? I mean, if no, if somebody's just giving you bare minimum, that's just, they're not respecting your time. They're not respecting you as a person. And I, of course, like at the beginning, they're, they're not gonna commit their whole time to you as they shouldn't, you know, if you're getting to know each other, you're not gonna make them your whole life right away. Um, but there has to be an effort on both sides. Okay, I like you and you know, I'm gonna do what it takes to get to know you better. Effort in getting to know you, asking questions about yourself. There's people yeah. when you go on a date and they talk more about themselves and ask you questions. I don't yeah. see effort in that. You know, are you trying to get to know me or are you just trying to make yourself feel better? You see, I don't like talking about myself at a date. I don't, I, <laughs> if I'm not talking about myself, I'm doing something right. I, I, you know, and I think I agree with you hundred percent, meaning like it's on this very singular thing, which is go hang out with the person and genuinely be interested in what they like. Like, what is it that you're genuinely interested in? My mother g gave the best advice. I give my mother's advice, who was married for over 50 years, by the way. And she said to me, Greg, it shouldn't be too hard in the beginning. It should be fun. <laughs> Yes, right? no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, yes. Yeah, once you get married, you add on kids, you add more difficulty, so if you already don't have a strong foundation and how to deal with problems, the easy ones, you're not, <laughs> you're not gonna do well. You're not gonna do well. All right, here's the next one. Yeah. They respect everyone, not just their friends, families, and partners. So like go to a, on a date and they're not only being charming to you, but they're being charming to the waiter and whatever else and kind. What are your thoughts about that? I mean, it's a good sign, but you also have to be careful with that because somebody could also be putting on a show yeah. to make themselves look even more lovable. So you can't do serve people do that whatever. though? Doing that. Oh yes. I mean, there's people who, they're trying to charm you as much as they can at the beginning, right? Mm. I mean, obviously you're not gonna look at everything. Oh, they're just trying to do this. Obviously come at it with an open mind, but also keep looking for other signs. Okay, that's a great thing, but they're, they continue to be not genuine. Yeah, so in other words, there are people, and, and this is not, I don't know, those people don't come to couples therapy, Mariana, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? They don't really come to couples therapy, so I don't see them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the next one says they validate your feelings. We like that one. I like that one. I mean, that's huge uh, in the in what I do with my clients. Yes, absolutely. It's so important. I think that's one of the most important ones I saw on that list. How can we show up, do you think, in the, in the beginning at least, in a, you know, like what's an easy way to show up to validate feelings? I mean, I think obviously if you come, if somebody tells you, hey, this really hurt my feelings, instead of being defensive about it, because obviously on the beginning stages, you wanna make sure you're there for the person. And so if they tell you they're upset about something, you're right away say, oh, well, I'm, am I not a good partner? And did I do something wrong? And so then you start to defend yourself more so than focus on that problem that 
they weren't attacking you for it. They just want yeah. to make sure it's talked about. So in other words, we want to bring stuff up to each other and we want to do it, I would say, gently. I'm talking about the masters yes. at long-term relationships right now, which I, it may drive people crazy because these people, it's not everybody. It's like 20% of the population I'm talking about. These people adore their partners. So they actually want to know their partner's internal world. And they probably want to know that from the very beginning because they're actually interested in the person. Mm -hmm. But so if somebody is, what you're saying, is somebody is like, doesn't care about what you're thinking or feeling, <laughs> oh my God, run in the opposite direction. <laughs> as fast as you can. <laughs> I'm sure you've come across that and, and, and have heard people experience these kinds of relationships that don't have that kind of, that healthy emotional validation. Yeah, all the time. I mean, you know, just through talking with friends and things that they've dealt with too. I mean, it happens all the time. All right, I'm gonna do one more and then we're gonna, let's get some <laughs> audience participation here. We got Christina in the house and who else is here right now? We got Angelica in the house who's moderating for us so she can make sure that we're getting to your questions if you have questions. I wanna say hi to Christina and Mona and Sarah and the Marriage Insider, whoever that is. Thanks for being here and the other people over here. If you're in this live event right now, please introduce yourself to Mariana and I. Let us know your first name and where you're watching from right now. Greg and Mariana, Greg in Portugal, Mariana in Texas. Where are you from? Where are you watching from? I mean, this this next one is important. You're sexually compatible. I think that's a green flag we want to look for early in a relationship whenever that happens. I think there shouldn't be any sort of, you need to be comfortable and you need to make sure you can be open and accepted. You know, I think there's a lot of times though where you're just not compatible and you can have a great connection, but if that is not there, yeah. it's a big deal. And it can cause a lot of issues because, you know, some people have a higher drive than others and that person's not feeling wanted because a person's not, doesn't love the other, but it yeah. can cause a lot of friction. Mona from Michigan, do you agree with Mariana? I'm glad you're glad to be here. Uh, Mariana, by the way, you can feel free to shout out anybody who's in the comments, oh, Michigan. The comments right? Mona in Michigan, what is going on? Are you in a relationship right now? Are you dating? Are you looking for green flags? Questions do you have for Mariana right now? She probably has better answers than I do, but I can try. Mona says, absolutely I agree. Okay, oh, go wow. ahead. I've been go ahead. married go for 32 years. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. I mean, so I don't think you need our advice if you've been married for 32 years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Mona, did you know that the highest rate of divorces are occurring at the year 25 mark? Is there anything that you have to share on this idea of green flags? Or maybe there's something going on in your marriage right now. I would love for you to share with the world. This is a public forum, just to remind everybody. I don't know if you read my article or, or you heard about this article that I wrote on psychology today. The premise of the article that I wrote was basically that in heterosexual relationships specifically that, you know, we need to make sure that everybody has the same communication skills that we can all you know, communicate our emotions effectively. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think obviously different people are going to communicate in different ways. Not everybody's going to do it the same way, but it's understanding how the other person communicates to then work together on the best way to do it. Because if you just say, well, I communicate this way and that's how it's gonna go. I mean, you can't yeah. dictate also, you know, which way works for you is not gonna work for the other person. Yeah, absolutely. I would never wanna tell someone how to love me or how how they how they would wanna be loved. Mona says, my marriage. Remember, Mariana, yes. we were, Mariana, you were just saying, Mona didn't need our help, but listen to oh, this. So my marriage has had the same green and red flags since the beginning the same toxic arguments. We are stuck in the same 
became violent communication pattern and we need help. So what is an example of, I mean, are these arguments small that turn into big ones or are they pretty big problems that, you know, you guys need to deal with? Because I know there's times where a small problem can just explode when it didn't need to. I'm always thinking about these words that people use when they say violent, I think violent. What the fuck does that mean? Mona, is there violence in your home when you're arguing? Is that what you're saying? No violence. Okay, you're just using that word. Okay. Mariana, what thoughts do you have for Mona here? She said they can be very small and big. Could be about picking a light for the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I think so. I mean, I don't know the details. Obviously, Mona, you can, you know, give me more info. But how does it get to that level? Is it just a misunderstanding? Oh, critical words to each other. Okay, that's I think in our arguments and my mom actually told me this. There should be even if you're so angry and you're trying to argue, there should never be any words of disrespect being used at all, ever. Those should be off limits because the problem is the problem, right? So just look at it like that. That's your main enemy and not each other. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would add to that. It's amazing. Right on, Mariana, for sure. I, I would add to that, you know, from the, the work that I do, criticism specifically, criticism or contempt are two of the Gottman's uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse. They're the best predictors of divorce and separation. And so the best antidote, Mona, can I give you an antidote? Where's your... Is this your husband, Mona? Where is he? Why is he here? Does he not have TikTok? Get him on TikTok. Tell him to come next time. But no, uh, criticism is in contempt. The antidote for criticism is it's very simple. And here it is. I'm going to give it to you. Three parts. It's called the gentle startup. It comes from the Gottman Method. I feel about I need. I feel about I need. It's so hard to be critical of somebody when you say those words. <laughs> it's like, how, how can you even be critical when you say, I feel sad? that I didn't get a hug this morning, can I get a hug now? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, that's an example of gentle sorry, by the way. Yeah. And, but you, it's the antidote to criticism. Nobody wants to be criticized. Mariana, I know you don't want to be criticized. No. Nobody and I does. think this is a small tip that it might not help with everybody, but I think a small tip that might help if things are getting heated, you know, we sometimes forget how blessed we are. I mean, you just said he's picking medicine up for you, right? So he knows how to do you favors and he's doing something for you out of love. So in these moments, and this may sound kind of grim to think about, but what if this was the last conversation you ever got to have with your husband? What if something happened and you could no longer talk to him the next day? Would that be the final conversation that you'd want it to be? Or would you want it to be loving? You never know when you're going to have a last moment with anybody. Holy right? shit. So Mariana, you that you in just your brain. I'm going to start crying down in a way. God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever going to fight again after they hear that advice. That's so sweet. Okay, Mona. Hopefully it helps. You listen it to Mariana. sometimes too. Oh yeah. Listen. Mona says beautiful advice, Mariana. <laughs> I think that means Mona wants you to come back to our alive, another live event. Mona, what do you think? Boss single mom says, I won't fight again with anybody. Good reminder. Boss single mom, you won't fight again with anybody? It's a high bar. What's up, Cynthia? We're here for you. We're hanging out. This is like basically live coaching. Uh, Mariana, I really enjoy your content very much. Angelica Aww. says, come back. You did great, Thank Mariana. Thank you, Mona. So sweet. We got eclectic yoga in the house. Eclectic yoga, what's going on? Loved. Absolutely. You should be. And they're loving your content. Look, they already checked your stuff out. Okay, cool. All 
All right, Marianne, any last thoughts? What last thoughts do you have for our audience about just their hopefulness? Should they be hopeful that they might find a fierce, healthy love? Always. I think if you start to, if you come from a place of love yourself and you focus on the good things and you put that good energy out there, the same energy will be returned. Because once we start to, well, I'm never gonna find anybody, I'm never gonna do this, never, never, never. Those are, you know, words are energy, right? And so if you put those negative words out there, that's what you're gonna see. And it's so hard to when you've maybe had a bad, you know, relationships in the past. Um, but you know, there's always tomorrow, as cheesy as that sounds. Um, there is hope that you'll find that healthy partner that you deserve. Well, I believe you, Mariana, and I believe that there's at least five soulmates out there for each one of us. So if you haven't met at least one, you've got at least a few to meet. Uh, I hope that each and every one of you are as hopeful as Mariana and I, that you will experience a fierce, healthy love, that you will recognize those green flags, that you won't settle for bullshit or toxicity or any of that stuff, because why? Life is too short. From my heart to yours, I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. I hope you have an even better weekend. Mariana, thank you so much for spending a little bit of your time with us today. I really appreciate you. I love hanging out with you all. Cheers. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. Hey, everybody. We're peacing out here tonight, but the love continues. Hang out anytime at A Better Love Project when you see us live. And definitely go follow Mariana at Free Spirit Latina on TikTok and Instagram. She's got great wisdom for you there. She's got the spirituality angle. You can get the science angle here at A Better Love Project. We'll talk to you all soon. Mariana, I'll talk to you soon, all right? Bye. Peace.